The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this concert a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What's up? With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. Yo, yo. First things first, Joseph got engaged. What do you have to say? Surprised you with that one. What? That I, I didn't prep you on that before we oh. started recording. Oh, uh, happy? How'd it feel? Great. It's a big, big life. It was nerve wracking. I was nervous, but uh, you should be nervous. Got those words out through sheer will. Yeah, if you don't, if you, if you're not nervous, you don't give a shit. All right. You're just doing it just to do it. No, it was a good night. Uh, everybody was there. Nick and Logan were there, all my friends, and we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, what about you? How are you feeling? Hmm? Good. <laughs> Spent another Valentine's Day alone. <laughs> <laughs> While well, you had to watch Joseph celebrate his engagement, we're about to go on my bachelor party. The, pre- the, heat, the heat's getting on. The heat's uh, turning up for you. <laughs> clock's ticking yeah um yeah no i mean i've just been sitting back and uh reflecting after yet another yet another super bowl win and the only thing the only thing that really came to my mind as i sat back and reflected was i fucking told you y'all don't want to listen you'd be surprised how many people sat here and said after they heard i was taking the chiefs they want to message and go well i think the eagles are going to win Quite a few. And you thought wrong. You thought wrong. I didn't. I thought right. I tried to tell you, I tried to lead, lead everybody to the water, as did Nick, as did Joseph. And all you had to do was drink it. There were some people that said they were taking the Eagles. So before I gave my pick out, like my dad said he was taking the Eagles. So before um, we recorded. Before so. they listened to the experts. Exactly. So <laughs> before, before the episode was out, there was a few people that unfortunately decided that they were going to roll with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Brian said he was taking the Eagles because he impulsively made his bet before he listened to the episode. And I said, bet more on the Chiefs. Save yourself. And he did. So, What did uh, did Cody cash out the uh, Eagles bet or something? I don't. Yes, yes. So he, same thing. He bet the Eagles before our episode came out. And then he was listening to it and he said, ah, shit. <laughs> and he cashed out his Eagles bet and bet more on the Chiefs. Look, at some point, honestly, we don't even need it, but at some point, somebody's got to give us our flowers. Sat right here, laid everything on the line on the Georgia Bulldogs, told them basically the exact score, easy money, biggest bet of my life. This was a comparable bet, but not as big as that one. A very big bet, though. No sweat. No sweat. No sweat. (laughs) When Patrick Mahomes hurt his ankle... I felt better. Yeah, I know. I did too. He hurts his ankle. He starts limping. Roger Goodell's up there. <laughs> Got him. He's hugging Chris Jones after. The storyline was set. It was never in doubt. It just, it wasn't. So it's just yet another year. Um, Two in a row, huh? Well, we're both three and one. We had the one year. You, I know the, you, uh, the, you, your argument. We didn't lose the same one. No, we didn't. We, your argument was. 
like, oh, you only bet against Mahomes on one person and whatever it was. And then, uh, but that's how I was thinking. I was like, you bet against Mahomes in both, yeah, that was, both of his first that two was Super before Bowls. Mahomes. He was good, yeah before he ascended to the top. But it was before he was a favorite, basically in every game. You know, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, no, we're both three and one since we started this podcast. My your lone loss was the Niners when Mahomes won his first one. My lone loss was the next one when Mahomes Tom Brady lost. beat Mahomes. Yeah. So I've been on Mahomes every single fucking time, and I probably will go to my grave being on Mahomes every time if he makes it to the Super Bowl. That would mean he would have to go through Joe Burrow, and I mean, then who's left? So, but yeah, I, I, we if we sit here and tell you to bet it all on something, I don't know that we've lost. We're good in um, the biggest games. I yeah, national championships in college football. Yeah, I'm four and zero. The first year we had March Madness because COVID interrupted one year. I told you to take the Baylor Bears. Yeah. Had the futures bet on them. And instead of hedging, knowing I had the futures bet, I still took them to win the bracket challenge. Had a one percent one percentile bracket. We and then sit right here when Baylor's going up against Gonzaga in the national championship. And instead of hedging again, I bet more on Baylor. It's like when we know, we know. And so one of these days, some people have figured it out. Cody's figured it out. Like he said, he was like, when we watch a game in the living room and, and we have a big bet ride and he said, good things happen in this living room. So it's like when we fucking know, we know. And eventually some of y'all and the rest of y'all are going to figure it out. But until then, y'all will keep betting the Eagles, not listening. And I, I didn't even like go crazy or celebrate. I just sat back and I was like, it, it's crazy because when you're watching, there's like that, like the tightness in your chest. Like, and we were having the Super Bowl party, so it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it it was easier, I guess, to like mingle and not just sit there and stress the whole time. But you have that tightness in your chest, and when it's secured, you're like, oh, it's like a fucking like euphoric moment. You're like, that's that's like a, a, a portion of my salary right there, just mm-hmm. fucking just made watching Patrick Mahomes win a Super Bowl. Uh, but it's that that release of anxiety and that pressure oh dude you can't there's nothing like it you can't duplicate it It, it, gambling if you're not life's too short not to gamble that's what i've that's what i've decided on what are you gonna do you gonna take the paper with you you're gonna be on your deathbed one day somebody out there's listening that was like "Ah, i'm gonna take the super bowl off you're gonna be on your deathbed and you're gonna have to listen back when you're in the hospital probably thinking about a million other things that are more important, but you're going to, it's going to be in the back of your mind a little bit. Like I should have fucking, I, I should have got the thrill of betting on Patrick Mahomes against the Eagles. I don't know what everybody's waiting on, you know? Yeah. Oh, <sighs> but I mean, what can when you it's do? good, it's good. All right. <laughs> when it's bad, <laughs> nobody ever wants to talk about when it's bad, <laughs> but when it's bad, it's bad, you know? Well, I mean, I feel like money management, yeah, but still, it's it can a big get bad. thing. It can definitely get bad. We've had our, I mean, yeah, we've had our bad moments. <laughs> we've had, but there's bad. There, you got to take the the good with the bad. Uh, but the bad has outweighed the good. Um, or the vice versa. The good has shit. outweighed the yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good has outweighed the bad. Um, yeah, no, I, I, like I said, any substantial size bet i've never lost yeah i've never i've never taken that big hit that big one game hit doesn't mean we don't go on losing streaks or we have bad stretches throughout the season or anything like that but one game when i'm betting everything i got on it i haven't lost yet knock knock on wood um but yeah so the chiefs pull out the win 38 to 35 and that number is significant 
for Joseph. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what happened? Ugh, I said it all day. I said I'm putting a hundred dollars in my PayPal account. I said, you know what? I'm just gonna do I'm do ten different correct scores. Ten dollars each. Why not? The odds are crazy. Bang. Thirty two hundred in my account. Like it's nothing. Yeah, it is wild how how crazy those odds are. The odds are ridiculous. I mean, it's not easy. Imagine if you put a hundred on. Oh my gosh, thirty-two k. I mean, it's not easy. That's what I started. (laughs) Imagine if you just doubled it and put twenty on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the hindsight's always twenty-twenty. Sure. Wasn't there one guy though that he like won a crazy amount? He might have parlayed like, um, I think it was last year he parlayed the final scores. For the in for the AFC and NFC championship, and dude, I think, oh my god, I think, I think he I remember that, yeah, won like a crazy amount of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to if he got three hundred and twenty yeah. to one, and you parlay that with another, even if it, even if it was just three hundred and three hundred, and you parlay yeah. that together, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so that was significant ten dollars, and you make over three over thirty two hundred. So it was an all around good day for everybody, I would say. Um. I felt like the party was a little more subdued this year than last year. Last year was kind of crazy. Um, this year we had multiple people on the couch sleeping. So. No. <laughs> yes. Only one. No. Yeah. There was two. <laughs> Not if you ask him. Bro, Dominic had me dying laughing. He said he wasn't sleeping? He woke up. Was he not out for like a half an hour? Oh, yeah. He, you, could tell, you could tell he was like dozing in and out. He there. was kind of opening his uh, eyes. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what you say. He's like, dude, I never once fell asleep. I saw the whole thing. Well, I think he was <laughs> Well, I think he was on He was on another planet, though. Yeah, so, uh, But yeah, him and Nathan, out. Nathan was out, too. Out like a light. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I felt like it was a little more subdued. You weren't drinking because you decided to. Cut up the night before, apparently. <laughs> I was celebrating with Joseph. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but all in all, still a, a solid amount of people. Everybody crammed into the living room. How did the squares go for y'all? I won two of the $100 ones. Yeah, I won one. one. That last but one I one. also had, you won a $100 one? Mm-hmm. Did you get the money? No. Okay, you should have said something. I'm pending payment. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> um. Yeah, so I got two uh, on the bottom, which was good because I had to close out the majority of it because we had a, a decent amount of squares left. Yeah. So realistically, I, I got – I might have made a little bit, but I probably just got my money back. Um, But the, it was perfect amount of food, fucking everything. Oh, yeah. Everything was eaten, so that was good. That's what I was worried about was having a lot of food left over, but everything got, got pretty much taken care of except the dessert, so that sucked because I've been fucking eating cookies. Uh, but – after this weekend, I'm done. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta kick it into gear after this weekend. You want to go for a run in um St. Louis? By the Arch. I've gone for a couple in the last week. It's or so. freaking gonna be so cold though in the yeah. morning. Yeah, no golfing. I saw a fifty. No, the lows are in the twenties. Yeah, twenty three yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I saw as low as twenty one. So maybe. glad you said that. It's gonna be freezing. But yeah, no, I've gone for a couple runs. It'd be cool if they had like some indoors because I'm not running outside in 20 weather. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we will be hitting the road to St. Louis tomorrow. But we're gonna bring some of the equipment with us, so we will still be giving out college basketball plays um, on the YouTube page. So if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube page, go to Big Easy Bets TV, and you'll find all of our plays of the day there. I'm on a little bit of a I wouldn't necessarily call it a heater yet, but if I win tonight, I would six out of eight. Um. All right. 
about the game, first things first. What, what a game. What would you think of Rihanna's performance? Because she's getting backlash. From who? I don't know. Howard Stern came out and said he felt like 85% of it was lip synced. Um, which I don't fucking know because there's an audio delay on my shit fucking soundbar. So <laughs> I blamed it on that. And that reminds yeah, I, I think I'm going to go to Best Buy and buy some better speakers. But I thought it was good. Rihanna's got so many hits. Rihanna's underrated. She came out and said that they've been asking her to do the, do the halftime show for the last decade every year. They asked her, she said no, and then they would find somebody else like fucking Katy Perry. So, yeah, I bet. And people were, but people were shitting on her performance. But we don't shit on Katy Perry's performance with the Sharks. For lip syncing? No, I don't give, oh, well, I think they were just saying overall they didn't like the performance. Oh. She's fucking pregnant. Dude, I called that, man. I mean, did y'all not see it when you were watching? Yeah. Oh, man, I well, that was like her where whole... I was sitting, everybody was like, oh, man, that's just her baby weight. And I was like, no, she looked her pregnant. Her baby dude. weight? No, yeah, she's 100% pregnant. Yeah. That was like Beyonce did the same shit. Did she have a baby? Yes, yeah. her and ASAP Rocky. And now she's pregnant again. Correct. Mm. Baby number two on the way. But um, she was up there 150 feet in the air, fucking performing, pregnant, singing the hits. Yeah. I mean, what more do you want? She's better than Beyonce, dude. She's better than Beyonce. One of her uh, like backup dancers, but I guess it was to the side on one of the platforms, almost fell off. Would have died. <laughs> she came so close to falling off. She did some fucking move and like stumbled and went Ooh, and fucking put her hand back. It was like right on the edge. Hmm. She'd have fell off and died. They'd have had to wheel her out and fucking play the second half. That would have been something. That would have put shit. Roger Goodell in a conundrum. Oh, for sure. That would have put him in a conundrum. What do you, what do, you do? What get, do you get him out of there and you can keep playing. <laughs> the show goes on. <laughs> she's all right. She's on. all right. They would like fucking run out there and grab her hand and throw it up. Like make it look like she's waving. <laughs> yeah. See, they'd weekend at Bernie. Her weekend at Bernie's are off the field and say, uh, no, yeah, she's okay. And then they'll be like, oh, actually later on after the game, much, much after the game, she died. <laughs> um, all right. The big question, did the Eagles get robbed? If you ask Alec, he'll tell you, yes, uh, over and over again. <laughs> I don't know, man. Was it, a, it was a bad call, okay? I don't know. You Do you think so? Because NFL... No, NFL, I don't think. Yeah, what do you mean? You just said it. It was a hold, but I mean, it's like, okay, which it one? was so barely a hold. Okay, but what do you truly feel like? Because you said one and then you said the other. I think normally in that situation, the officials don't call that. Okay. Fair. But it's like, they, then that brings up a whole nother argument. Like, should they call it? Like, and I get the argument that a foul is a foul or a penalty is a penalty at any point in the game. It's kind of like basketball. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, in the end, they're not going to call some ticky-tack shit usually when the game's up for grabs in the final second. Yeah. Right. If there's a little bit of contact at the rim and they, it's for the win, usually yeah. they're not going to blow that whistle. We saw it with LeBron a couple of weeks ago. I mean, he got he got oh, clearly yeah. hacked. Yeah, I would agree with that. So there, and so, so that's kind of like that. That's where if you're going to have if you're not going to robots as your officials, that's what you're going to get. So it, it's yeah. subjective, and you're never going to not have that because you don't want the game decided by an official, and an official doesn't want to be the one to decide a game. But like Tony Dungy said. Um, because somebody came out and was like, you call that at this point in the game. And Tony Dungy said, it's a hold. No matter what point of the game it is, he grabbed a jersey. Yeah, out. I kind of agree with that and argument. NFL Films got, 
Well, because then I get it. The defense gets the shaft more times than not, but then they have the upper hand if they're like, okay, they're going to have a fucking loose whistle if once it gets tight and we're in the red zone, I'm going to start fucking getting handsy and make it, it makes it, it tips the scales. You got to call it because it's the, that type of thing. And that we're talking about is the same reason why it wasn't called in the, in the 2018 NFC championship game. That and among other things. But, but I'm telling you why they didn't throw it. Cause wasn't one official going to throw it. And the other one, the other one stopped them because of said, hold on what we're talking about. Like, of course that was like a blatant penalty, but you don't want to, you don't want to be the one the game to decide to end like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I mean, yes, it is. It, it's a very similar. But situation. in the situation, one was just much more egregious. Yeah. I didn't think. It, I thought the officiating was okay the whole game. Yeah, so I'll I mean, give. I didn't have that feeling that you usually get at a lot of at the end of a lot of big games. Like, oh, here goes the refs again. No, I agree. Well, I didn't get that. Feeling. I, I feel like it was so. NFL Films got the perfect angle. He grabs. Mm. He he grabs like his back plate. And then he grabs the jersey. And it happens. And it's slow motion, so it looks a little bit more egregious. And full speed, it's not as yeah. bad. But he does still, you see the jersey come off. And when you're running like that little almost fade route, like I don't even know what you would call that particular route, but that takes away the advantage of the receiver. And now you're on his hip. Whereas he probably, and the ball goes to the back of the end zone. So if you don't, it's like, Okay, how are you going to throw that there? Well, when he does that, that takes away a touchdown potentially. That's exactly what they scored with Travis Kelsey when he threw a, a dime to him for their first touchdown. Yeah. Very similar play where it's like he went kind of to the flat and then up. So if you don't throw it, you they very well may score a touchdown on that play, and now you force them to settle for a field goal. Eagles go down and get a touchdown. Now they win the Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl deciding play potentially either way you look at it. So I felt like NFL Films had a perfect angle. He did grab him. I mean, Bradbury said he did. Yeah, and he comes out, yeah. Like, so, I don't really I don't really get the outrage because, like Joseph said, I, I felt the same way. Honestly, I felt like the officiating was more tilted towards Philly in the beginning. For the majority, until that call, I felt like they were getting the calls. The offsides that we didn't really feel like was an offsides was a yeah. fourth and two and resulted in a touchdown that would have potentially been no points. What was the other one? There was something else. There was another call that went their way. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. Um, it might have been on one of the ones that were reviewed. I don't know. I remember catch. there was two things that went their yeah, the way. The catch went their way. Goddard. Yeah. A great throw by Hertz. Okay. When, That's when not I even... think his foot was in the air. Me personally. Oh, yeah. That was that was so close. When I saw that I thought his foot after was the, the game, though, it kind of looked like his, his yeah, back any, foot was down. If any part of his... Tip of his toe is touching yeah. the yeah, so it's very close. I I don't right. hate them sticking you, with the call exactly. on the field there, right. um. But no, I don't feel like this is like a tainted Super Bowl like no. some people are trying to say, and it's not even me being biased because I have money on the Chiefs. I felt like I thought this was a clean officiated game. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't through. I don't have a huge gripe with the officiating. I don't think that this was as big of a deal as people are trying to make it out to be. No, the Eagles bl- lost that game. 100%. The Eagles defense. Yeah. That okay, was, that br- that brings me to another thing though. Teams. Did you see that too? What a fucking return by Kadarius Tony. That was a game changer. When that happened, that's when I kind of sat back and I was like, "Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, bitch." <laughs> um, what about the sod? Did you see that? I mean, them slipping. Well, they came out and said that like so they've been growing that sod for like a long fucking time at some sod farm. And, mm-hmm. and that was their first time like unveiling it. They're trying it out that way. What? Completely neutralized 
the the rush of both sides. Why would you do that? Why would you try something the, for the first time in the Super Bowl? I'm not entirely sure. As far as I, I could be, in, I could be incorrect. But as far as I read and the way I interpreted it, was, yeah, they were growing it for two years or some. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't and think then, that's the right time to use it the first time. But yeah, I I would agree with that. Like, my, why not roll it out on the fucking practice field and see how they're doing? Or they've been playing on turf the whole year, like. Let them play on what they're used to, at least. Even if the well, well, in shit. Arizona, they play on natural grass. Oh, do they? That that's one of the two stadiums that uh, the Raiders have. The other one where it it goes indoor to outdoor. Oh yeah, um, I got you. On like a fucking revolving. Yeah, like, it gets daily sunshine. Yeah, and I like that because I I like that they're trying to do that because they say that the turf is causing a lot of injuries. So a lot of the players want to move to grass. <coughs> so this is a way to which granted you have so many fucking stadiums that are not equipped for that. Mm-hmm. revolving door shit. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. I, they couldn't get really much of a pass rush at all. The, the defensive ends especially were slipping all the time. But people are bitching about it. If you look on the play that they're referring to, they're like, look at look at Reddick. He slips. And then so-and-so coming off the back and also slips. And then there's Mahomes trying to get out of the pocket and he fucking slips. Mm-hmm. So it's like he had to go through it too with a bad ankle. Yeah. He almost slipped and fell. He would have been down. No. Is that people saying that? It's Twitter. Yeah. Well, the you know, listen to the players' post game interviews. Yeah. The Eagles lost with class. No, they, they really all did. Said it in the post game. They interviews. said they had to play on we it. They had as to well. play on the same field. They yep. took responsibility for their loss. No, yeah, yeah. I no. Like the Eagles a slippery a field though definitely uh, favors an offense. You know. Definitely for sure. But it's like it's not like I mean I had money on Frank Clark to get a fucking sack. Yeah. Didn't come close. Chris Jones was pretty much a non-factor. So the which is interesting that. The big, the big difference here was the fact that the Chiefs were able to establish the run, in my opinion. Not the biggest difference, but it was it played a big factor. The, the Eagles, outside of Hurts, weren't able to run the ball really for shit. Yeah. Especially Miles Sanders. That was one of our bets, under 62 and a half. Mm-hmm. He didn't even come close. He had like yeah. 16 rushing yards. But Pacheco was running the shit out of the ball. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. It, it's interesting, but if you want to hang your hat on anything – if you're a Philly fan on why you lost this game, it's because your defense, y'all just wanted to play fucking um, zone defense all game. And Mahomes just picked them apart. So I don't know. I don't have a huge gripe. I, I felt like it was one of the better Super Bowls, especially since I won a lot of money and we all won. You, and then Joseph hits the fucking correct score. It was an all around good day for everybody. A couple um, things about this game stood out to me. Yeah. <clears throat> number one, obviously the punt return. That was one of the biggest plays of the game. And then that Hurts, Hurts didn't even get touched, and he fumbles the ball for a mm. pick six. Mm-hmm. For and a scoop who and fumbled score, it? Yeah. Nick Bolton, one of the players of the game, in my opinion. He had a whale of a game. He was making tackles left and right well, all he, over Well, he would have had two as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I can't remember right. what exactly happened on that play. Oh, it was uh, like a catch and then quickly knocked out. Yeah. They didn't call it a catch. Um, and then yeah. I'd say the last thing, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy were putting on a clinic at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, those little I, – I think we're going to be starting to see that more used in the NFL. Those little fake motions mm-hmm. dip out. I mean, it was two touchdowns back-to-back. Yeah. Same play on different sides. Yeah. Tony in, Tony out. More in, more out. Yeah, that was interesting. Like Nick said, they put so much emphasis on Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so you're talking about the last two touchdowns where they were just completely wide open. Yes. There was so much emphasis on Travis Kelsey, so they used that massively to their advantage. Well, you look at the corners that were shadowing on both, and it's like you would think that the Eagles, you know, coaching would have, hey, guys, be ready for this. Both of them bit 
on both. Like it wasn't even yeah. close. They just got faked out. Yeah. Terribly by the motion. Yeah. No, it was it was Eagles got out coached. Eagles got outclassed on the offensive side of the ball, but they still put in thirty five points of their own. Oh, yeah. The Eagles did not go out sad. The Eagles are were worthy of being there. They are a fucking really good team and Jalen Hurts is a very good quarterback. Yep. Um but when it mattered most and you needed a seventy yard Hail Mary. You threw a thirty. If that <laughs> why? Because his shoulder's gone. It's unfortunate. <laughs> it is a uh it's an unfortunate part he, of the game, man. But then when he threw that AJ Brown touchdown, you were like, "Oh, his shoulder's fine." That's what I said. His shoulder was gonna be fine until the shot wore off, and then it was gone. <laughs> so is that what you said? I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then now, I mean, you saw it when it mattered he most. It. He gets back there. Yeah, he slung it all right for twenty yards. It never had a shot. As soon as it came out of his hand, I said. <laughs> Told you. I couldn't believe that's what they tried to go with. Yeah, I know. I thought yeah, they were gonna do some lat. You saying like you thought they were gonna lateral and like that was way too far. Way too yeah, far. no, it was deep as fuck. No one's throwing it yeah. that far. Right. Well, he maybe he was fucking two shoulder surgeries. Yeah, ago. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was a. Uh, I thought for sure we were going for a lateral. Oh yeah. I, I mean, lost in the shuffle too. Is the Eagles had a ten point lead at halftime? Oh yeah. Chiefs come out. March right down the field and score to start the half. So that, if I remember correctly, yeah, yeah Pacheco, so, yeah. So that was a uh, a big a big. That's a. There's always critical drives throughout the game. That was one of them. What are you laughing at? No, I'm just. I'm not laughing. <laughs> well, you, okay. You just, <laughs> I'm laughing now, but I wasn't. I'm just you, listening. Well, you were smirking. Um, but 17 points out of the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. So uh, the Eagles can't make any excuses, and they really weren't until Juju wants to fucking post stupid shit. On Twitter. Dude, I mean, Bradbury said he held, bro. Yeah. What are you doing? No, yeah, that was so corny because it's like, yeah, he could have, he could have, like you said, he handled it with as much class as you possibly could. So for Juju, it's like, you're kind of fucking the guy who took part in the assignment but did nothing and got a passing grade. Like Melvin Gordon came out and said, I got carried. It's like, Juju, what did he do? What did he fucking do? Chauncey said, I got more interceptions than he does touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That was a good point. He said, maybe I should switch to receiver. It's like, why are you talking shit? You're like the, the cornball of the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the TikTok shit, and he's dancing on the logos, and then they're like punking. They're, they're like fucking him up in the game, and like everybody's taking it out on him. So it, it's like, I felt like A.J. Brown summarized it best. You were on your way out of the league. Called him TikTok boy. Said Patrick Mahomes saved you. Pretty much. I, I thought that that was corny um, to take a shot at Bradbury, who, who's been in the league for quite a while and is a good corner, and it really wasn't that egregious. Like, if he fucking mugged you, mm-hmm. then I get it. But, yeah, it really wasn't that egregious. Whether it was a penalty or not, they threw the flag. He didn't fucking assault you. So, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, a win is a win. So, do we... Oh, you threw up in the bushes. That was one thing I had written down. Yeah. Yeah, so I go out, I leave for work the next morning, and then there's just a shitload of throw up. Yeah, dude, too much jambalaya. In the driveway. Wasn't even that drunk, too much jambalaya. Well, I was like, what the fuck, man? I knew that was him. Did you? You saw me throwing up? No, but when he texted inquiring about it, <laughs> once Alex said it wasn't me, 
I was like, I know who it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Classic joke. Well, I do remember seeing you go outside. Well, no, it was when we were leaving. Oh, then I'm thinking of something else then. Um, no, I walked out. I was like, dude, motherfucker, man. Yeah. I was like, we're too old for Alex this. Alex said, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're too old for this shit, dude. And you were so close to the ditch. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why. You, he's like, Alex scared me off when he fell in the ditch. But he was like. I thought I was in the bushes. I'm like, why are you throwing up in the bushes? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Throw up in the ditch. That, that last shotgun hit me hard. Yeah, they just were terrorizing the fucking neighborhood. Everybody else left. And then Nathan, they're, they're oh leaving, gosh, and then Nathan's trunk. trunk wouldn't shut. So yeah. they're out there trying to figure out the latch on his trunk. And then, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a shower. I'm like about to go take a shower to get in bed. And then I hear... Bang, 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 bang on the door. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I go and Alex like <laughs> covered head to toe in mud. So what the fuck? Has, what is going on, dude? And he's like, Nathan's the way he was wearing his hat. <laughs> I fell in the ditch. I said, okay, can y'all get the fuck out of this? Wait, he's like, do you have a dis- he, he said, do you have a disposable towel? So what the fuck does that mean, dude? What do you want? Paper towels? I gave him an old beach towel. So just take it. Oh no, it was not. Because of the hat and him laughing so hard. He was drunk. <laughs> he said it was the way Nathan was wearing his hat. He's never it, seen him wear his hat like that. So he started looking. laughing, and then he fell into the ditch. It was goofy looking, but that's definitely not why he fell. <laughs> but then they're trying to close the trunk, and then he comes knocking on the door two separate times asking for tape and asking for fucking God knows what. I'm like, can y'all go away? <laughs> well, it's like, dude, we're not going to ride on the highway with a, or the interstate with an open trunk. Well, fucking close the trunk, dude. <laughs> but, all right. So... It's a, the ending of another very successful season. You want to talk about the bets specifically? Yeah, I guess we can, and then we'll do the uh, we'll do the records. Um, I mean, all the bullshit bets, the coin toss, we lost. Okay, it was tails. Noah Gray. Everybody knows tails okay. never fails. <laughs> Noah Gray. What could have been? Unfortunately, the, the uh, Chiefs did not get the ball to start the game, and the Eagles went down and scored right away. You think if the Chiefs did that, it would have been Noah Gray? No. Any any time <laughs> touchdown score for me, I had Pacheco and Kelsey cash and cash. Uh, I had I, that's what I said. I was betting Pacheco in a in a big way. He had his over on his yards. Um, we had Miles Sanders under sixty two and a half yards. I had Travis Kelsey two plus touchdowns plus four fifty. He got one first touchdown scored, and then I think they tried to go to him maybe one more time, but nothing. He never really had much of a chance to get that second one. And then Frank, Cl- I had some defensive ones. Frank Clark. Anytime sack, blame it on the sod. Juan Thornhill, uh, plus 800 for an interception. Uh, I didn't even get to see it, but y'all said it was very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a bead on who's going to potentially or actually get the I interception. Mean, Brown, Brown or whoever it was, the receiver, got a hand on it as well, but he was in a position to get one. Yeah. we You had, and I got on it as well, Pacheco to be the leading rusher in the game. That was huge. And he came from behind. Who was he behind, Hurts? Hurts. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I think it was the last drive he got it, right? Yeah. So that was big. Um, oh, in the cor- in the uh, opening kickoff, touchback yeah, touch again, back, baby. Again, nobody knows the opening kickoff like I do. Mm-hmm. So it's easy. I think every kick the whole game was a touchback. Mm, like it was really close. Yeah. Time. If there, if it wasn't, then one was returned. That right. was it. Um, you had hurts anytime. Man, I shouldn't have parlayed him. Oh, did you did? Yeah, but who well, was the guy I parlayed yeah. him with? Yeah. McKinnon, who got on the one twice. So. Yeah, what a play by McKinnon. It was. Great play. Game winning play. 
Oh, he oh yeah. Night. I mean, when he was running, I was like, what? Oh, shit. I said, what the fuck is he doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was about to run yeah, in, and did. then he slid. I was like, oh. oh well, because he's like, it's a fucking Super Bowl, baby. He's probably got a clause in his contract. If you rush in a touchdown in the Super Bowl, you get an extra $2 million. Yeah. Like, fuck. But. Yeah. You got hurts three yeah. times three. Ran in three of them. Yeah. Um, McKinnon first didn't hit. Nope. Um, the props, my lock definitely hit in the first half. Rushing plus receiving, Gainwell over 32 and a half. Um, Gainwell is better than Sanders. Um, I had Mahomes over pass yards. That didn't even come close. And then Kelsey and Brown over receiving, and those hit. The funniest part for me was, one of the funniest parts was when Gainwell, it was Gainwell who nearly got in, right? And he gets, yeah, they, the they, they go back and look and his elbow's down and mm-hmm. then Cody's like, fuck! I was like, what? He said, I bet the longest touchdown would be over one and a half yards. I said, what the fuck? So random. <laughs> yeah, you know they were going to score. <laughs> yeah, he was so pissed. <laughs> oh, shit. That was hilarious. Um, do you have anything specific that um, I'm not thinking of? Yeah, no, dude. Next year, I think I'm gonna go into player props more for regular, regular season games. Hell yeah. Okay. Player props are because awesome. I feel like if when you're dissecting it, how do we go about that though? In terms of the overall record, you're just gonna give some out in addition. Well, you could do a I'm separate. I'm a No, I no, I get that. I understand. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could. Uh, you could keep a tally on the side because it's saying. interesting. When I was breaking down. The only game I really look in the player props for is the Super Bowl. Me too. I don't know why, but it just is. But when I'm breaking down statistics and a lot of it was correlating to the props, like I thought that I hit with the Jalen Hurts over passing yards. That hit, I think, pretty easy. And on um, with the Pinchenko over rushing yards, it's like that's what I got from what doing the statistical research was that the Eagles – we're going to be able to throw the ball, and then the Chiefs were going to be able to run it. Mm-hmm. But um, Quez Watkins, I, a bet I felt good about both of them didn't hit. He did drop a pass, but um, probably for the better because that would have put the Eagles in the driver's seat probably. But um, for the most part, we hit them. We Sanders. hit most of our bets, yeah. Miles Sanders under 62 mm-hmm. and a half. That was the big thing I talked about was how good the Chiefs' run defense was. That was the best bet. So I feel like you got to look at these strengths because a lot of times these player props, the numbers are are consistent week in and week out. They might fluctuate a little bit, but not enough right. to the, the opponent's strength if, yeah. or weakness, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, any way you slice it, it was an all-in-all very profitable Super Bowl. Arguably, last year was an incredibly profitable Super Bowl for me. And I'd have to go back and look and, like, this one may have been more. So yeah. with the amount I had on the Chiefs, like I had a good bit on the Bengals last year, but then also hit a fuckload of props last year. So I don't know which one I made more money in. So that's a good problem to have. But all in all, the season as a whole, at, le- at least between you and I, if you break it down about a, at least a 20-unit profit, I do double units on my locks, mm-hmm. not even counting a shitload like 10 units on the on the chiefs not even counting that combined we profited and that might be conservative around 20 units so just another year in the books another day at the office you know yeah i'll be better next year guys 
It was year one. It's all right. Yeah. It was year one. Um, yeah, but, okay, so I do want to touch on the, okay, yeah, so we'll just go to that, and then we'll do, we'll, we'll wrap it up after. Did you, you did you watch Volkanovski, Makachev, UFC? Did you? I felt like Volkanovski got robbed. I, I mean, I say that, but. Um, for, from everything that I've saw, that's what it seemed. That's, from, that's it, a logical. Uh, yeah, robbed might be a, a, a strong, a strong choice of words. For anybody that did watch it, um, I'd be interested to to know what your opinion was on the fight. I was very surprised that one judge gave him one round. That does not make sense to me at all. Rogan came out and said he felt like he had Volkanovski. I had Volkanovski winning three, three rounds, and that's what Rogan said he did as well. I felt like the first and second round could have gone either way, so I felt like they would have split. I felt like Volkanovski realistically could have got either the first or second. And he a hundred percent got the third, and he a hundred percent got the fifth. So I felt like they probably split the first and second, and then you give him the third and fifth. He's won three out of five, and he closed. And they say like how you close the fight is also big. He closed it on top of him, fucking his yeah. shit up. So he did a great job getting back up. It was very impressive. How like he's the first person we've really seen be able to get off of the ground when brought there by Makachev. Um, Were there any knockdowns? Um, yeah, Volkanovski yeah. scored a knockdown in the fifth. Oh, yeah. I want to say Makachev. I think he rocked him. He didn't get a knockdown, though. It was a good fight. Makachev's very good, but I think Volkanovski's better, dude. I felt like I didn't agree with the decision. I felt like Volkanovski's ability to get out of trouble, his explosiveness when he got brought to the ground, he, he didn't panic. He was talking shit to him the whole time. He's, he's a savage. Makachev is as well. Don't get me wrong, but... No, it didn't ever. Well, I didn't watch the fight, but from the clips I saw, it didn't ever seem like um, Volkanovski was in a position, like a a position, uh, like for example, like that Khabib got people in where you just knew it was he, like he did. He Makachev did, and I think it's pronounced Mahakchev or some shit like that. Uh, it's not Makachev, but we're for the sake of uh, the how conversation. everyone says it. Well, Brogan came out and said, I've been saying it wrong his entire career. He's like, it's Mahachev, something like that. Oh, we'll, come on. We'll call him Mahachev. Um, He got his back at least twice and had him up against the cage. And there was one time where he had, the way he had the the his the body triangle or like the lock, it was away from the opposite side that you would want it for him to get out of it. So he couldn't go anywhere. He just had to ride it out basically for two minutes. So control wise, Makachev did have multiple. But he wasn't threatening with submissions. No, yeah, that, that's what I got. He was he was kind of trying to, but he wasn't ever really doing much. Like no one ever thought. No, he, he was, was never about, in trouble. Yeah. Like oh shit, he might tap right here. No, because I saw a that. clip where uh, Volkanovski was like, "That's when he's up against fucking, the cage." Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's talking shit to him, and he started yeah. fucking like uh -huh. you're not getting a lot behind it, but he was pounding yeah. him with fucking whatever you would call that punch. Um, no, it was. A, Extremely impressive. The last time we saw Volkanovski before this fight, he put together one of probably the best performances, one of the best performances of all time. And then to come out and do this against who everybody kind of deemed as like the boogeyman, ultra impressive. I felt like he won. I mean, he didn't drop in the pound for pound rankings, which is. He well, a lot be. of people thought he won. Yeah. So. Because I saw a clip from what you were talking about, Rogan, and those guys who was in there, Callan, Brian Callan, Brennan Schaub, and Eddie Bravo, which those guys. Three of them are heavily involved in MMA. Yep. They all 
when that score was getting read, they were all surprised. Yeah. Who's they the, all who, thought, who's the fourth you would say not involved? Callan? Yeah. Callen, okay. Sure. I thought you, okay. Well, I mean, he trains boxing and he's like good in it, but I mean. I was just making sure you weren't saying Eddie Bravo wasn't, but. No. <laughs> say, that dude used to be a fucking No, savage. he's. um, 10th plane of jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he tra- he's um, Ferguson's coach for jiu-jitsu. Oh, I didn't Tony know Tony Ferguson, yeah. I did, I did not know that. Um, that was the rest of the card. Eh, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't really a great. It wasn't like a high profile card, but there were good fights. The first two fights, I think, were stopped in the first round or first or second round, and then uh, maybe not the first one because Crute or whatever went deep. Um, but then after that, there was some early stoppages, and uh, it was it was an entertaining card, but it just wasn't a high profile card. April, what is it? Eighth. Oh. Adesanya and yeah. um yeah Pereira. Adesanya Pereira and then. Who else is on that one? There's another. There's can't two. remember. It's a stacked card. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the other one. There's just a bunch of huge fights coming up. Yeah, there is. John Jones, the return. Yeah, That's going to be freaking incredible. That? I'll look it up. I can't wait for that, dude. That's an interesting matchup. Oh, yeah. Um, Who else? Who's Masvidal fighting? Um, he might be on that card with... Uh, He's on he's on a card with another big fight. No, I think he might be on the John Jones card. Oh, okay. They fight March fourth. It's coming up. So so yeah, no, he's not on that card. Shevchenko's on that one. Um I'm pretty I think it is on the Adesanya card. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it might be that one. It it was on it was on a big one, let me see. Um, 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 yeah, I don't even, I don't even know. Um, yeah, Edwards, yes, Usman. yes, uh, Adesanya and oh, gosh. and Pereira, and then Masvidal, Gilbert Burns. Okay, Gilbert, oh, yeah. Gilbert, Gilbert Burns. Burns. If he's not a minus five hundred favorite, yeah, I'll bet a lot on Gilbert Burns. He yeah. will take Masvidal's arms off and beat him with him. Burns is a savage. I've been telling y'all Burns is a savage for years. Yeah. He's minus 435, so you're pretty close. <laughs> Dude, he's going to fuck Masvidal up. Wait, when is Usman and uh, Edwards? March 18th. Dude, yeah. Y'all ain't lying. yeah There's, There's just a huge lot fights. Of good fights. Like, crazy. A lot of good fights coming up. And then Conor McGregor and uh, yeah, that'll be Michael Chandler and the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, uh, yeah. That's going to be good. And then obviously they fight at the end. A lot of a lot of good UFC fights coming up, and then uh, then they're slap fighting, so to keep everybody entertained. That video is sickening, bro. Y'all saw that one dude? Yeah, Dana White's the That's ultimate promoter, dude. Bro. That's chess, not checkers, to smack the shit out That's of your stupidity. wife the day before oh. your the day before <laughs> to slap the shit out of your wife the day before your slap fighting league goes viral. Yeah, right. uh, yeah I don't know. I heard um. McGregor tweeted some shit. He said, I might be the, he said, I might become the Joe Rogan of uh, whatever they're calling it, slap, power slap, or whatever they, the league's called. That'd be sick. That's probably the only way that I'd watch it, you know? I wonder when Rogan's going to get McGregor on his podcast, if ever. They've had, like, their quarrels in the past. Like, never, like, beef, but you could tell, like, he's made comments and McGregor's made comments back, but. McGregor's like Trump, though. In what way? And like, if you say anything negative about him, then, oh, it goes free throw. Yeah, all of a sudden yeah. you're like the, the, you know, you're the enemy. Yeah, um, it'd be a, an interesting episode. It'd probably be one of his biggest episodes ever. So, oh yeah, 
But all right, that's pretty much all I got. Are we missing anything? The golf tournament? Are we talking about uh, that? Good call. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna do. Yeah, I was gonna do like a whole breakdown. Um, all right. So yeah, the date is set for the second annual Big Easy Bets Golf Tournament, May thirteenth. It is a Saturday. I've already had multiple people, at least five teams worth of people, like five different people saying they have a four, a foursome that wants to play. I think I want to play this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. On whose team? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, dude, when I was actually hitting the ball semi-decent with it, with y'all last time, yeah. it feels kind of good. It, I mean, yeah, golf's a fun game, and it, it does feel good. good. Like You'll need to practice a, a lot. Three for once to get it in play. In I'm reassessing my team this year. Oh, God. Because. Well, you shouldn't have changed the date, Jen, so Jesse could have <laughs> Yeah. I felt like I was the only one who gave a shit and practiced, and I was playing well until I drank too much. In the front nine, you go back and watch the videos, I was hitting the ball well. My distance was just a little off, but I was hitting the ball well. So I don't know who's going to be on my team this year. So. Well, Bam didn't show up. No, he didn't. No, he he yeah. cracked under – he he melted under the pressure so bad. Oh, for sure. He, he was practicing, and he was playing often and all that, melted under the pressure. The pressure was way too, way too much for Bam and his little baby <laughs> heart to handle, so – uh yeah no that was a that was a problem. There's a good chance though that like Bam will be on the team because Bam does actually play consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are no guarantees because it's our tournament. Um, what about you? And it just an overall horrible <laughs> showing. <laughs> no, I don't have the time. What yeah. does that mean? <laughs> to practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and God knows I would I would need a good amount of that. You know. I hear you, buddy. So, yeah, if you are interested, if you want to come out and play, last year was, uh, I would say, a definite success. We raised over $2,500 for the Hope House nonprofit charity in uh, in Covington. Everybody had a good time. Free food, free drinks. You get your name on the trophy if you win. We had a longest drive competition, closest to the pin competition. We had a car up for grabs. If you can hit a hole in one, we are going to have one, maybe even two cars this year. Um we're going to have better raffle prizes. Everything's going to be bigger and better. More food, more drinks. Come out, get your four get your four people together and come out and golf for a good cause. Um, going to be at the same course, Royal and Slidell. They have the perfect outdoor area right there on the range, under the pavilion, all of that. I had fun. It's going to be fun again as long as the weather permits. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Yep. Because I know it's not going to rain on May 20th. I looked it up. So... If it rains on May 13th, I'm going to be fucking furious at Jesse. <laughs> if it does rain on May 13th and something happens, he better pray to God it doesn't rain on May, or that it does rain on May yeah. 20th. But yeah, so if you're interested and you want to come out and play, definitely reach out to us. But in the coming days, I will have the online registration available and it will be easy to find. I will post it consistently. So there will be no excuse on if you wanted to come play on why you couldn't. It will be extremely easy to find the sign up. Uh, but that is pretty much... All I got, episode 146. Got anything? Nope. What about you? Just got to be better next year, guys. Yeah, well, we were we were good enough. I'm kind of glad it's I'm over. saying I know. Why are you glad it's over? All the stress. It is a grind, but... <laughs> it's just nice to decompress and, you know? Yeah, know looking back... I, I can... mean, basketball's tough, too, but when that ends, it'll be really nice. Yeah. yeah. Because no. basketball is an every night thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. If there's a big get big game, you need to be watching to see what happens. It's yeah. Like, yeah. But the way you're currently planning on doing it, the Tuesday and Saturdays, that'll give the you the only time I bet. But I, 
I, you still got to watch the other days. Yeah. Yeah, but you shouldn't be getting stressed watching the other days. No, but it's like you got to watch. It's yeah. not like I can go right. watch a movie or... No, pe- yeah, people do think that this is like... Like, that's why I was saying. I was jokingly, but I'm fucking serious. Like, at some point, it's like, like I said, you put some respect on our name or you, you give us our flowers, whatever you want to call it, because every time there's a big game, we give you the winner on all across multiple sports. It, that doesn't just, that's not, we're not just guessing. That's what I, like my dad will try to say, like, you don't need to watch. Just, you can just bet it and see if you won. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> that is not fucking how it that's works. I know I some people say. don't watch. If you were going to have consistent success. Over, but they're like super analytic. Like the guys, some of these guys. Yeah. If you're are on record, yeah. don't, they don't, they don't want the, their eyes to trick them. All they want is. Pure, yeah, but they're pure, also they're also numbers. they're also going so much more deeper into the analytics side than what he's saying you need to do. Like you can't look at just a typical box score. And oh go, no! And go, oh, that went like they're going into fucking EPA of the offensive line of like how many yards before yeah. contact, how much push, how much like all kinds of shit that nobody even has the capabilities of finding the the analytics on. So. I think you the goal is to and we'll dive into those a little bit as well, but I think you got to find that perfect mix of seeing it with your eyes, watching it and then taking into account the the like the perfect the perfect example was I remember looking into the my one of the Miami games and it was interceptable worthy passes for Tyler Van Dyke and he had an above average percentage on interceptable worthy passes passes that could have been intercepted but were not he had fucking four more drop picks directly in the quarterback mm-hmm. into the DB's hands and they just dropped it so it's like those that's where that stat comes into play he's throwing balls into dangerous situations up for grabs and it's like that it was right after I looked at it I was like that solidifies that right there at least it, there's just so much more to it you can't just if you're going to have sustained sustained success like we've had, you I mean, dude, this is like like some we went golf the other day before the Super Bowl episode, and and somebody was asking them like, when's the last time you golfed? I was like, I haven't golfed since the golf tournament. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched my golf clubs. They had been in the back of my car since the golf tournament. My shoes still had the fucking golf tournament dirt on them. I haven't touched any of my golf and shit. I don't do anything during football season. I don't do anything except look at spreads and look at shit and look at we're doing the podcast and then we're fucking doing research. So that's why I don't think people really understand. Like you said, like, I'm glad it's over. I think a lot of people have that like, okay, like you can decompress, you can relax. It's, it's legitimately like an off season. Like, yeah. And I like the time about that college basketball ends too. (laughs) It's like, that's fucking nice <laughs> i do love yeah. doing it though like oh no yeah no but like when football season's starting it's like ah oh, man oh that you can't duplicate that, that uh, there's excitement, no feeling about like that there's there's that that fresh slate feel that first cold front yes but but just coming in with a clean record anything's possible because you think i'm gonna win every fucking game mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah no if you if you go above 50 percent you made money. If you go fifty five percent or better, it's a great year. So, and I would say we had a great year. So, so to close out the final records, I go fifty eight, fifty two, and one, thirteen and nine 
and my locks of the week, which put a note there leads the way. <laughs> Nick went 39, 27 and three, a, a, a leading, a, a show leading 39, 27 and three, 10, 10 <clears throat> and one in his locks of the week. But make note that DeMar Hamlin cost him one of his locks. Definitely make note of that. For good or for bad. Yes. And then Joseph, you went. Shit. I know. What would would 35, 47, and two? I don't even think that's accurate because you're not adding in you're not adding in the Chiefs. So in the Super Bowl. You have two more wins, not one more win. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's so it's thirty seven. Just just read it out. My record? Yeah, what is it? Well, God damn it. I thought you were just telling 47 and 2. Okay. And then uh, 8, 12, and 1 in your locks. All right. So, again, like we said, all in all, a very profitable year. Episode 146. Um, Again, thank you to everybody who's listened along the way. There's a lot of people who listen to the entire episode start to finish. Um, We got a lot of new listeners this year. So, again, we appreciate you taking time out of your day. We hope it has been, and this sounds like this is the end. This is not the end. We still have college basketball and March Madness and all of that. But we hope that it is an enjoyable enough listen and that you made money along the way. So if you bet every pick that me and Nick gave you, you certainly did. So that's all we can say. That's all I can say. I appreciate everybody who uh, who takes the time to listen. You got anything to say before we go? You're welcome. <laughs> what about you? I'll do better next year. All right, episode 146 in the books. We will be back. When when will we be back? Um, probably like maybe maybe we can do something for um conference championships for college basketball. Yeah, we, yeah, we are approaching the um, which isn't going to be too far away. Yeah, so we'll be back to do some more something with college basketball, some type of update slash recap and then obviously we will have the march madness episodes on the horizon but maybe we yeah like nick said with the conference championships we can we can uh get back in the studio and do something there um but so we will we will be back soon for all of our college basketball picks you have to go to youtube i will be back doing the ladder challenge we're going to wait till all-star weekend is over but for all of our college basketball picks go to big easy bets tv on youtube hit subscribe And then you'll find everything else that we are giving out um, over there as well. So episode 146 is in the books. Y'all have a good one. Who dat? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. It was good. I liked it.